0: Hello everyone and welcome once again to Motos and Friends, a weekly podcast brought to you by the editorial team at Ultimate Motorcycling. My name is Arthur Coldwells. In this week's first segment, editor Don Williams brings us his thoughts on Suzuki's eagerly awaited GSX-S1000 GT. That's the sport touring version of the company's upright naked sport bike. Don has just returned from a successful, frantic by the sound of it, two-day, 750-mile round-trip on the GT. And it seems that, overall, he was actually very impressed by the bike. The second segment is the final one in our series from Brisbane, Australia. Associate Editor TJ Adams and myself chatted with motorcycle adventurer Rusty Mack about his guided outback touring company, Australian Backroad Motorcycle Touring. Rusty has been taking all comers on day trips for many years and has now branched out into overnight trips as well. So if you're perhaps interested in uh, exploring some of Australia's roads less traveled, then Rusty is the guy to show you the best places to visit and have the best experience while you're doing it. We hope you enjoy this episode. So what is the difference between the GSX-S1000GT and the GT Plus?
1: Well, the big thing is that it has a plus in the name. Actually, there is a little bit more to it, but not a lot more. Basically, you get the bags on included. That's the difference between the GSX-S1000GT and the GSX-S1000GT Plus. So I think I'm going to dispense with the alphabet soup name and just call it the GT or the GT Plus, because it's basically the same motorcycle and it's a lot easier to say. <laughs> Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven letters in symbols. It's like a password. <laughs> yes, I, I would. Don't I don't suggest
0: you actually start using that as your password. But no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Regardless, Suzuki a few years ago decided to resurrect the K5, the legendary K5 version of the GSXR1000 superbike, and put it into the, a sport bike uh, chassis here in the you know late 20 teens, and. The uh, result was quite good. Uh, The first version was a sport bike, uh, the GSX-S1000, and uh, they expanded that. They had the Katana, and now they have these two sport touring versions of the bike, which include a fairing, and in the GT Plus's example, if bags along with the full fairing. And so they're getting a lot of, of use out of that one platform, and that's great, because fortunately, it's a really good platform. And uh, anytime we wrote, we've ridden the gsx 1000 standard sport bike, we love it. And it's just, it got better this year with a, a number of different updates to the motor, uh, new cams, uh, updates to the transmission, updates to the clutch. So they definitely did a lot of changes inside the motor. You won't, you know, looking at it, you're not gonna be able to tell the difference, but uh, the big point of this was that the older, GSX-S1000 had a little bit of a bumpy power curve. It kind of had some flat spots along the way. If you rode it aggressively, you didn't really notice it, but if you rode it in a more, let's say friendly way, you'd notice that, you know, and and it just wasn't wasn't quite perfect. And it wasn't the fueling, it was just the way it was tuned. And this year, they've gotten rid of that. Uh, It's not like it's a bike with more power, but it's delivered in a much more smooth and I won't say quite linear way because there is a bump at about 6,000 RPM where it takes off. It's like it goes goes nicely and smoothly and unintimidating un- from you know from idle to 6,000 RPM. But once you get past that, things start to happen, and you get to start to t- tap into the 150 horsepower so that they have on uh, on tap there, and without the dips everything happens in a more predictable way. It, uh, without the flat spots in the, in the power delivery, the bike doesn't rock you know, when you're going. Like, there's no kind of hiccup or anything. So the bike stays more stable. And when you're riding a sport touring bike, which is what, what the GT and the GT Plus are, that's important. You want a bike that's smooth because you're putting on a lot of miles. In my case, I put about 750 miles on it in two days. So you know, that's by any, any, any standard that you're doing, you're a touring motorcycle when you're doing that sort of thing.
0: <laughs> right. Were you riding the, the Plus with the bags?
1: Yes, I rode the Plus with the bags. Uh, if you want to ride the, the standard without the Plus, the bags come off, there's a slight difference. Uh, if you want to buy the bike without the bags uh, and you want to add bags later, it will cost you more than if you had just bought the GT Plus in the first place. In fact, I can't even imagine why you wouldn't do that, and you also have to buy some uh, uh a mounting bracket that goes on the, the rear subframe. It's not a big ugly thing; it, it's just something simple. But it just adds up to about a thousand dollars, whereas the difference between the two bikes is about six hundred dollars from the right. start. So, okay. so I would think that the standard GT was is not going to be like a huge seller. It, it would be okay for somebody who said, "Look, I am never going overnight anywhere. I never want to carry anything," but and I like that the, the the standard GSXS 1000, but I like to have a little protection. I like to have a fairing. I just like the look of it. I like the the protection that it gives. Although I will say this, the fairing doesn't protect you all that much. The windshield on the GT, it's one of the kind of weaknesses I think of it as a sport tour, is pretty low and pretty flat. And so when you're going at any kind of good rate of speed, you're feeling the wind. I mean, it's not like you're you're running on something like i don't want to say a Goldwing, but even like say a bmw rt you know it doesn't have that kind of protection on the upside suzuki does offer a a taller more straight up and down windshield which they don't have yet in the united states so we couldn't have one to test but i actually look forward to riding that bike with that on because if i'm going to use it as a touring bike i i want i want that protection that, that, that it didn't offer And, uh, you know, I was going at good speeds, you know, I was seeing triple digits on the speedometer frequently. We were on some roads where the police presence, let's just say, is a little bit less than uh, (laughs) some areas on the, the freeways. And because of that, you know, you just kind of let it go. There's nobody around. Roads are empty. You're not bothering anybody. Nobody's seeing you. And so, you know, you can let the bike cut loose. And Remember, even though it's a sport touring bike, which some people might think is a boring bike, that's not the case with this. This is this is the GSX-S 1000, which, in itself, it's kind of a budget sport bike because it doesn't have a lot of the technological features that some of the you know more expensive ones have. But it still functions really well, even though it's they didn't sink a lot of money into things like an IMU. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the case of the GT GT Plus. Suzuki didn't feel like it needed an IMU. They well, it could use one, of course, because but then they would say that it would cost another two thousand dollars to sell you the bike. And it's their contention that if you get the software right, that you don't really need the IMU. That that okay, it doesn't have ABS cornering aware ABS. Well, you know, think about that. How often do you really need cornering aware ABS? And even then, when it's when you're in a corner. It's still, ABS is still working. This doesn't know that you're in a corner, but it knows that if things are about to, you know, lock up, that it's going to let off. So it may let off in a slightly different way than, than the, the IMU supported style. But, you know, you're pretty close. And again, we got by without FormulaWare EBS for a long time. And while it's certainly a good feature and one that you would want, it may not be one that you want to pay for. If The price of the plus with the bags is 13000 799 dollars which is pretty good you know that's that's a lot less than a lot of bikes in its class are, are knocking at 20 grand and so to be able to get the bike for that kind of price uh you know that does that kind of riding is in functionality is is really a pretty cool deal i think
0: yeah it's i mean suzuki have always been great great at you know, bringing really good motorcycles to people, you know, at a sensible price. And sort of clearly this is this is part of that. The one thing that, uh, you know, while you were talking about, you know, grip, ABS and, and braking, I, I see that uh, from the initial spec that it's running special tires. It's running Road Sport 2 tires that are specifically designed with, you know, a thicker and heavier carcass for this bike. My, my question is, I'm sure the tires were absolutely fine, But my question is, is does this mean that when the tires need replacing, you have to specifically seek out these special tires?
1: Well, I mean, you're free to put whatever tires fit on on the 17-inch rims. Uh, I would think most people uh, have a favorite tire that they like. And I would would guess that Suzuki, a dealer, would sell you an OEM tire at a price I, I would be afraid to ask what it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know and so you might be stuck with the plane wrap road sport too or just something else that, that you know works for you we a lot of times we talk about tires that are specially designed for that bike right yeah you know that's kind of a it's not that unusual that we see that and i've never noticed that anybody says oh you have to get those tires if you don't right. get the tires you know that bike won't work i think i think that the difference is probably not a giant one it's hard okay. it's hard to imagine that it is because they put so much work into a tire Dunlop does there's just that they're selling to everybody the road sport 2, let's say that they can put anywhere near that amount of R&D into a tire for one model like this so yeah. although they may have made some adjustments for it I, I you know you know the person who loves it thinks that tire is great I'm sure they can they can go to the dealer and the dealer will will sell them that OEM tire for whatever The market will bear
0: (laughs) right right now i just simply i'd put a set of q3 pluses on it and call it good or actually maybe 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 road smarts you know yeah just depends on what kind of
1: you know you know how much where you want how much grip you want how hard you ride just you know you kind of will eventually determine what what tire works for you just on that Sure. And I, I had no problems with the tires. I mean, the tire, and I never had any kind of vague feeling or the front end going, you know, I'm not riding it. At, at, well, I can't say I wasn't riding breakneck speeds, but I'm still not as, <laughs> as, as, as fast as, as many. I, I don't think that this is the kind of motorcycle that if you're like Mr. Super Fast Guy, that you're going to buy. This is, you know, a more sensible motorcycle. It's got the fairings, got the bags. It's, it's for somebody who wants to go touring, but also likes to ride fast. Right, wherever it is they're going, but not necessarily riding like they're on a GSX R1000R or something like that. Yeah, just, that's that's a different guy. That guy buys that bike. Yes, yeah, I would agree with that. I'd fit more into the GT plus kind of uh, you know, demographic, you know, just riding style. Tires are super, super good. So is the suspension. The suspension is very nice. We did right. little adjustments to it on the freeway it up a bit which was nice it was it, it, you could ride you know I rode hundreds of miles in freeway no problem stiffen it up just a couple clicks you could bring a screwdriver with you a little screwdriver just tighten tight, tight it up I mean yeah it'd be nice to have electronic suspension and all that but you're not going to get it at that price yeah and 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 I, I'm a big fan of semi-active suspension but you know again if you want it you got to pay for it and right. I would assume that at some point there'll be a GT plus plus. That they have to <laughs> feature it like that
2: right. and
1: uh the suspension was was perfectly fine for the uh, you know for the roads that we were on which were you know wide variety of roads uh you know roads like highway 33 H- highway 58 in california those are two pretty iconic roads even though they're a little bit less traveled than say something like moholland or uh angeles crest they're still they're the equal of those roads if not superior and uh, they're also quieter and a little bit harder to get to so right. you know it's, it depends on where you live of course right. and uh, if right. anybody is a fan of uh, California 58 the paving job they did on that a year or two ago or however long it was is just spectacular it's like riding on a racetrack it is so smooth so nice so grippy it is stunning you know, <laughs> I, I, I often complain about California government and what they do with our tax our gas tax dollars and you know something like Mulholland when they repave it's still lousy it's still bumpy it's newly paved but it's not a nice road California 58 is like perfect I I don't know who they who they hired to do it but they should hire that guy everywhere (laughs) but anyway that that aside the Suzuki there's so many things about it that are just you know just the way they should be to make it easy to ride the bike. Uh, this, the ergonomics are comfortable. When you get on it, you naturally feel like, oh yeah, this is where everything's supposed to be. The foot pens are maybe a little higher than I would like. You know, I'm five, nine, nine 599510 10. I can't even remember anymore. But I felt like a little bit more knee bend, but I was still able to put 300 miles on the bike, you know, without feeling like oh, I was a pretzel. I would have felt maybe, maybe I'd like a higher seat you know, rather than have less clearance, but, you know, everybody's got their own preferences or what their body weight is or body type is. But for me, it was just a very comfortable and intuitive bike to get on. You got on it, it made sense. It was great. And so that, of course, when you feel comfortable on a bike, you can ride it faster and you can ride it better. You're less likely to have any kind of problems or get in trouble. And, and uh, the, the GT Plus really, really does t- do that for me. And again, I wish I had more wind protection, but they have that in the catalog. I just need to test it and tell you how great that is, if, if in fact it is, which I would expect it is.
0: How does the motor compare with the straight GSX S1000? Are, are they both in the same state of tune?
1: Yeah, it's the same motor. It's the same motor, same chassis uh basically it's the fairing that makes the bikes different.
0: Okay so it isn't tuned you know for more mid range or or what have you being you know with a nod towards the touring side of things it's basically exactly the same bike just with the sort of with the bodywork and what have you.
1: You know they're trying to get as much out of the same platform as they can.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. And it works works great. You know Suzuki has always had really nice fueling and, yeah. and this bike really has you know it has a, that double valve uh, fuel. Ejection throttle bodies, and just really super smooth. I mean, I, I might have wished for a little bit more low end power below six thousand. I even trade a little at the top because I don't really need one hundred and fifty horsepower on the street, and, right? You know, and just a little bit more pull on the bottom and a little bit less on the top would have would have been okay trade for me. But I think that there's a lot of people that like that rush. They like that transition. They're going to like that. You know, yeah. And, that are yeah. Just,
0: yeah i'm definitely one
1: so, of those yeah I, I like i like that pull off the bottom like okay we're going and then you just right. continue on from there but the handling is is just completely just like the the uh, ergonomics completely intuitive it's just as much as you you know exactly how much to lean into it how much to, what it takes to pull out when you can get back on the gas the brakes are are quite quite nice you know they're Brembo radio mount in the front, Ooh. they 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 slow you down. Great, everything works the way you expect it to work. Uh, I said, I'll say that with one exception, which is, and this is one you know I I gave the guys at Suzuki a bad time about this, and this is it's not just them, but if anybody that has experience with the apps that you they say oh download this app and and pair it the phone and those are the worst app you go to the App Store because I use iPhone, and it's always one or two stars for every one of those apps. Right, and the Suzuki app is no exception. And they, <laughs> they when they're first telling about, they're touting, oh, this app, you're going to love this, and it's great. It's it's not good. It's still it, there's it's just sometimes it connects and sometimes it doesn't, and you go, oh, this is grayed out. Oh, why is it grayed out? Oh, I don't know. And but here's the one that really aggravated me that's a sport touring bike so you're out on trips you want to have gps and it's really cool it's like it has a way of transferring the gp you know maps to the dash and it's a t- nice tft dash wow that's cool right yeah a lot of people don't like the, the lcd dash on the gsxs 1000 right i can't remember it being i don't even look at the dash when i ride i just look at the road unless there's a specific reason and 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 they say that it's hard to read in the sun it's useless and this is beautiful very nice nice full color all tfts full color dash so wow you can get your map on it and it's like you can use wherever you could be on it or apple maps that's great well okay i'm just going to use that and so it comes on well so you're riding and one of the things that the motor has is there's three power modes uh they're very imaginatively titled a b and c and uh, A is the fast one, and, it, and it's actually a usable one. Sometimes in some of these bikes, like let's say in Aprilia Tuono, the, right. the, the fastest, most responsive mode is almost unrideable. And certainly on the street, to me, I don't know who right. would use that. You know, maybe on the track, street, forget it. The A mode is definitely aggressive, but completely still smooth, still nice, still enjoyable. The, the B mode on it is... You know, I, usually I would be a B guy, but in this case, I was an A guy a lot. And just the B, if it was really tight or if I was in town or if I was on oh. the open highway and I wasn't going to be passing people, it uh, just, it just, basically, it felt like it just revved up more slowly. So okay. it just didn't quite have that. It was more like, but the same kind of power, no loss there. And the C mode is kind of the one at rain mode. And it is slow. Boy, you put it in that C mode, you get on the gas, it just goes. <laughs> but, and and also there's five traction control settings so you can which sort of affects you know the power output of each one of those the difference between them isn't that big until will you get to the there's five and if you go to the five most restrictive you can kind of feel that but once you get past that to four three two one to me they're pretty pretty close but they're there you know some people are going to be i'm not lighting up the rear tire on a bike like this that's just no. the way it is, you know. Right. If you want to light the lighten up the back tire, get a Ducati Hypermotard. That bike will light up the rear tire for you. <laughs> so anyway, it has these features. Okay, so you can adjust that. You can adjust that. And oh, the other thing, there's three main things that you can change on it. And the other is you can turn the quick shifter on and off, which I can't imagine why anybody would do because the quick shifter on it is awesome. It Works super well, right? It's super effective and up and down. Loved it. Anyway, so you're riding along. You're looking at your map. Where am I going to go? I'm going to go here. Oh, this road is up here. This, this is great. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, I'm on to this other road. Oh, I'd like to, it's, it's a fast one, man. I'm going to pop it from B mode, which I've been cruising into the A mode. So you go to the A mode. Great. I want my map back. Oh, wait a minute, says this app. You can't have that back until you stop. Uh- <laughs> if you leave the map to go to the normal dash, you have to stop to get the map back which is, I can't even imagine somebody's head working in such a way that they would think that was a good idea or that anybody would want that. And the Suzuki guys made some mumbling about lawyers and safety features. I'm sorry, that is absurd. There is no big, if you can move anything around or switch anything, to me, switching between the map and the the normal screen is less of a distraction than changing the power mode. Because the power might change, you got to put your thumb on, look at it, look down on it, click it to a different one. Far more involved than just going click, you know, a button that, like a return button that would just take you back to the map. So anyway, it didn't always work, you know, and sometimes I had it on the map and then it just quit, quit keeping track of where I was. It just that was it. It just <laughs> stuck, stuck me like, oh, I haven't been going anywhere. Look, and it's like, oh wait, I'm in a different place than the map says. So yeah the app is just one another one of those failure things that the, the manufacturers obviously they don't they don't have a it department that's doing these apps they buy them from you know whoever they buy them from right. anyway whoever they're buying them from they need to get rid of those people and they need to find new app builders because <laughs> they're all bad and they need to get apple carplay or the google car or whatever they call it auto google right. <laughs> and uh, you know and and use that and just incorporate that in so that you can just use the apps that we're all familiar with. They all work great. I would love to have Waze on the dash, you know, right. and, and that would be great. So those are the kind of thing that, that's the one kind of the, the weakest link of the, of the whole system is that it has this app that they, they, they think is great, but it is not great. Everybody's brand, the KTM app was always a pain in the butt and doesn't let you see a map anyway. You know They all, they all don't really do what you want them to do, but somebody convinced them that, oh, you got to have an app. <laughs> well, no, no, you have to have a good app, not just a app. So yeah. I said, that's my big complaint about the bike. Uh, but like I said, the shifting, oh, the quick shifter is so nice. And you're going out of the corner, you just get on the throttle, tick, 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 tick right up to six, perfect. If you're coming into a corner, ta ta tap, tap, down, just absolutely perfect. I mean, yeah, if you're riding around on the freeway and you're kind of not, really up in high revs and you shift, there's kind of long kill time. But other than that, you know, and that's not even where you need to use a quick shifter. You know, you could even just use the clutch, big deal. You know, but if you're riding aggressively in canyons and, or anywhere else, or just want to accelerate fast from the start and get away, man, that quick shifter is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other things about touring on it, the seat, super comfortable. Again, you've got a couple hundred miles in that seat your butt easily and if you then take a rest and get lunch or whatever you can hop back on and do another 200 my my butt was not bothered by that seat at all and uh, that you know good vibration's not bad there's a little buzz you know it's an inline four so there's a little buzz through the foot pegs less through the uh seat and and grips but it's there but not it's not debilitating you know you can you you just kind of don't notice it after a while you only notice it when you're thinking about noticing it like oh how much is it buzzing oh yeah that much okay so it's it's good this you know the ergonomics again that's that seat really works for a sport touring sort of thing and it's easy to move around in the seat so you need you know when you need to although for me when i'm riding that bike i'm not hanging off it and dragging my knee you know uh i'm just ride it in kind of a traditional manner and you know it leans over there's plenty of cornering clearance and you can go you can go fast and i didn't do it but i uh, saw a uh, colleague do some pretty gnarly wheelies on that bike <laughs> 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 so if you're the kind of guy that, that wheelies are very important to you this motorcycle will will uh, accommodate your wheelie lust again you just rev it up and it, it'll, it'll go I'm, I'm good with getting it up i don't like landing the front wheel <laughs> And uh, certainly not interested in crashing somebody else's bike, especially because that would mean I would get hurt. But uh, other people are more confident of it, and that's great. And so, the the motorcycle has a a wide range of people that are going to be satisfied with it. If you're a gentlemanly sport tour, and you don't even really push that hard, you're still going to like it. You have a cool bike. You know, you show up wherever you go, and people see this motorcycle with angular fairing and the little headlight, the LED headlights that are little tiny circles they're really cool so somebody's going to see that bike oh this guy's cool and as we all know looking cool and showing up somewhere on a cool motorcycle is a big part of the motorcycle riding experience you want people oh yeah that guy's cool it really is yeah you know people don't like to admit it or they don't like that's reality i mean that's part of the fun of being a motorcycle rider is that you're cool you know if you're driving uh, a honda civic normal one you're not as cool or a camry or whatever not as cool as if i show up on on this gt plus I, people look oh that, that guy's cool and uh it, it looks really good
0: it is it's a it's a it's a good looking bike i i really like it I've, i think they've done a fantastic job with the styling but you know suzuki typically does so it really sounds like just a sort of a, a really great all-rounder for a for a decent price with. Some nice little touches on it, the the TFT display and the, the quick shifter, you know. And about the only only fly in the ointment is you're probably going to have to buy the aftermarket windshield. Yeah, but other than that, sounds awesome. Sounds really great.
1: Yeah, I don't even know what that runs. I mean, a couple other features that I didn't talk about. It, 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 it's kind of funny with the quick shifters now. You don't use the clutch as much, but this has a kind of advanced slipper clutch and assist clutch, and you know, I'm pretty smart about downshifting. I rarely, I don't think, use a slipper clutch all that much. I don't need to, right, you know, because I'm just riding right. But the, uh, the assist clutch gives it a pretty light, not super light, but pretty light uh, clutch feel. And it also has the uh, low RPM assist. And that was one of those features that you kind of go, especially when it's on like a GSX-R1000R, you go, why is there? they are low rpm assist which they kind of advertise as well when you're coming away from a start you know it, it lifts the revs enough so you don't stall the bike and it's like well you know i'm not you shouldn't be if you're worried about if you have a problem with stalling the bike from a start maybe you should be riding a different bike than one of these high performance bikes but what i did notice is i was uh we were at a parking lot in a parking lot and i was kind of nudging the bike around and moving and you letting the clutch out a little and you could feel the clutch, you know, the, or you could feel the low RPM assist function come on. And it was got like, you know, as you're doing it, you know, revs, revs come up a little, making sure you don't stall it while you're moving around a parking lot. So even for a very experienced rider, that sort of thing actually is kind of a nice little feature. It's like looking after you and, you know, it gives you one less thing to think about when you're trying to, you know, back the bike up and moving around and get out of it. A parking space where there's not a lot of room so that was like my little moment where i understood like oh yeah that's where that function is a good thing right another thing uh they have a new exhaust where they put the catalyst in the little box underneath the the chassis so the muffler part you can replace without you know getting in trouble with the emissions and, and the epa and so y- yosh will have uh, a different muffler if you don't like them. the one that's on there looks cool but i'm sure the the one sounds a little bit cooler and looks, you know, a little bit cooler. And, and that's, you know, that's always good. And I don't know that it probably is going to pr- produce a lot more power that late in the, in the, the exhaust system. But, you know, this, it's, there's more to it than that. You know, it's nice to have a bike that sounds good. You're not just loud, but just sounds good. Didn't talk, Let me just talk about the bags a little. You know, just kind of take them for granted. Uh, they're pretty big. The plastic, it's our side entry. Uh, Suzuki advertises them as you know fitting most full-face helmets which may be true but if you have something like a Cena or a, a Cardo on it it probably yeah I don't know that that's the clearance isn't that much so when you have that little extra width from that I couldn't get uh, the Arai that I had in there because of that I somebody else uh, I saw somebody put one in that didn't have it's a communications device they can put it right in so that's a little bit of a bummer you know they're never going to be able to build one that's going to accommodate everything especially when people are adding stuff to their helmets and things but for to me i'm not worried about getting my helmet really in a side bag side case most of the time because if i'm going on a trip i'm putting my stuff in there and the good thing about that is you put all your 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 computer and your clothes and whatever else you need toiletries that the bags come off super easy you know this is something that's kind of improved over the years uh used right. to, sometimes it used to be boy getting the bags off was like a 30 minute job wrestling with it and shaking it and fighting with it and when it finally came off you'd have no idea what you did to make it so it came off even though it came off super easy that moment and then same thing with putting them on these are just turn the knob lift a uh, latch bump, bump, off they come there's two like two little hooks that go into a place on the on the subframe super easy super nice on easy off easy you have to lock them unfortunately I kind of find that to be a pain in the butt you know if, if I want to just leave them unlocked so I can quickly access them if I want or if I'm doing something in the garage it's nice to not have to unlock and lock it every time I want to move you know the the key from here to there so that's kind of a pain in the butt but you know minor uh, somebody at suzuki told me that they were concerned that if it's not locked that if you went over a bump or something the latch might come open good point and that's that's how it is that's not not a big deal the cases are really nice and i would think that anybody that was even thinking about a gt because they said well i just went to the fair they should just buy them anyway because when it comes time to sell the bike it'd be way you know way worth it to have have those cases with them sure. fun, kind of, almost kind of funny that that suzuki offered it both ways but i guess they must have done some market research that some people just do not need a bag
0: maybe instead of calling it the gt plus it should have been the gt minus for the standard one and then just the gt for (laughs) bags.
1: yeah because if if you're a gt you're a grand turismo
0: you're a grand turismo that's going to include the bags yeah you got to have the
1: bags you know that's that's part of the that's part of the deal.
0: Right. And if you want, you can buy one without the bags, in which case we'll call that the GT minus. Exactly. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Maybe GT we lesser. we'll pass that on to Suzuki. All right.
1: Yes. I'm sure they'll love that. Well, <laughs> yeah. so, uh, yeah. we did some market research and your GT minus idea was a terrible one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks a lot. It really sounds like a, like a really good bike and, uh, I love the looks of it, and yeah, I would. Uh, I could. Yeah, it's, it's,
1: it's a, a highly functional, highly capable, inexpensive sport touring motorcycle, and it seemed like the sport touring genre was disappearing, that we weren't going to be seeing any more sport touring bikes, but they're starting to make a bit of a comeback, I think because the adventure bikes, which I love, for most people, or a lot of people, the seat height is a big turnoff, and they, can, yeah. they can't put their feet down, they're not tall enough. And they just maybe, you know, tastes are like, well, yeah, the, the adventure bikes kind of have this gangly, tall ungainly look, whereas this bike is much more sleek. It's like a super bike. It's like a super bike with bags instead of the other one being like a dirt bike kind of thing with bags or whatever it looks like, you know? So I, so I think that there's a bit of a, a backlash against the ADV style and people are starting to appreciate, well, if I'm just, if I'm not going in the dirt ever, if I'm just always going to be riding the pavement why wouldn't i get a bike that's designed to only be ridden on the pavement why do i need to be up in the air higher and so uh you know bikes mm-hmm. like this and the, the yamaha tracer uh the ducati S- supersport sport they're all bringing back that concept and i think it's a good one i think that it was when i saw sport touring bikes disappearing i was like well wait a minute wait a minute they're still you know there's <laughs> the things like the ninja 1000 uh, you know, there's a reason to have a bike like that. And uh, the, Suzuki, the 2022 Suzuki GSXS 1000 GT Plus is, is a good example of, of, of why that genre sh- should be flourishing rather than, you know, disappearing.
0: All right. Thank you. Appreciate the insight. Sounds good.
1: OK. All right. Thanks.
0: <laughs> the second segment is the final one in our series from Brisbane, Australia. Associate Editor TJ Adams and myself chatted with motorcycle adventurer Rusty Mack about his guided outback touring company, Australian Backroad Motorcycle Touring. Rusty has been taking all comers on day trips for many years and has now branched out into overnight trips as well. So if you're perhaps interested in exploring some of Australia's roads less travelled, then Rusty is the guy to show you the best places to visit and have the best experience while you're doing it. So Rusty, what's the name of your company here? Australian Backroads Motorcycle Touring. Okay. .com. Uh, uh, and <laughs> And this came about basically because you found yourself just riding around with friends and you found yourself organizing it all the time. And finally somebody was like,
3: you should make a company out of this. Pretty much. That's that's the way it went. And, and uh, I, the the intention originally, and I won't I won't lie, was was to get some sort of a customer base. And and um and then I found
0: well, God forbid, you should actually make some money out of the motorcycle. Oh business, hell, you know? hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
3: back, I've I've been told on countless occasions that this. Just not right. <laughs> yeah. <Wrong way. laughs> the man's got to live. <laughs> Mind you, I don't make any money. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Tell me about uh, it. But yes, yeah, so I. I, I it, it also, immediately, it hit me that nobody's doing what we do, um, or are they? But on their own, and, and nobody knows about it. It's, it's um. You know, we we Australian backroads motorcycle touring it's, it it is what it is it's it's backroads touring, so I thought well, well and this is to try and get people out of the
0: towns yeah. and just out into away from all the rules and the regulations and the exactly, bad traffic yeah. and the that's exactly and all it. the idiots
3: and I think the people that have come out last year we had we had countless rides uh, where we took a lot of people out and I I think it opens people's eyes to the fact that. There are no police out there, there are no radars, there are no, there are no cameras. It, um, it's probably the safest genre of, of motorcycling that you can get. Um, we barely come across cars. Right. So, that in itself makes it safe. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, the less cars that we get that we're around the better, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's more dealing with cows and, and kangaroos than, than, than cars. Nice.
2: So people are riding their own
3: motorcycles, and you take them on the road to areas, dirt yeah, roads, up uh, or up fire until, roads. Uh, no, no fire
2: roads. Right. No, these are so are... off
3: road. On occasionally, I'll throw a, a ride in uh, for the guys that are serious, but generally, what I'm all about is introducing people to this type of riding, and and uh, I, I really enjoy taking people out, and and taking them on on just simply back roads it, 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 they're, they're rough bitumen roads right. or they're dirt roads um, but yeah I, I try to avoid the real rough stuff yeah yeah it's right. um that's I think we we're hitting this before it, 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 there's there's two parts of adventure bike riding there's adventure riders which which you're talking your your uh, your DR 650s up to your. T sevens now, and your and your seven hundred one Husqvarnas, and they're the serious guys. They're yeah, you know, they're the Toby Prices of, of the world, and they're good on them. But the the, the genre in in my group is, is between forty five and sixty five generally, although there are quite a lot of young people in there, and it's touring, so right. um, touring on crap roads. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you have Do you have to have? I mean, what if you've only got a street bike? Is that uh,
3: no, no problem at all? We had several people came last year on street bikes and, and um, totally enjoyed themselves. It
2: must be a good experience learning how to hand your bike in different situations, but in obviously it's a
3: safe environment because
2: you're there to help. Mm-hmm. You and yeah,
3: other, I mean, other riders? It, it's yeah, we, we are very much there to help, but Australia being Australia and its mm-hmm. governance uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, insurance is, is quite hard so it's yes i want to help everybody and i want to advise people but i'm not an instructor i can only say this is what uh, this is what i would do or um one of the guys in the group can say this is what i would do you know like um but but,
0: yeah so it's not a riding school it's it's a geographical exploration
3: come and come and try this and, and see what the other side are doing, you know? Like, um, right. Let, we all know that adventure riding has, has blossomed in the last few years and sure. everywhere in the world. I mean, you only have to look at YouTube and, and, and you know, a- adventure bikes are mad all over the world. Um, sure. But, yeah, like, it, basically introducing to people to not full-on adventure riding, uh, just adventure touring right. off the beaten track, but but not the fire trails. No. And also, so we... Way- <laughs> It's
0: a way for people to explore areas that they normally wouldn't venture out to, yeah. but they can go with like-minded individuals. They're not out there doing it on their own. That's exactly they right. They can go out there with a bunch of people that presumably they, they end up being friends with.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right. A lot of people have made friends on, on the uh, the Facebook group um, and and experienced things that they've never experienced before. So, um, you know, my wife and I have, have been, together in southeast queensland for nearly 30 years and uh we've done so much touring in this pocket of queensland and pocket of of australia we ran out of roads (laughs) (laughs) and it's like you you know and 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 the roads that were left were not worth hitting on a on a an fj 1200 or a or or a vfr 800 you know it, it just wasn't i don't want to go there on my Sports tourer, right? It's just too hard and it's too rough, and you know, basically, you end up with a horrible experience once you venture off the crowded uh, general motorcycle routes. Um, so, uh, what most people are finding out, I think, you know, the, these rides that we do are, are open to your V Stroms and you and that aren't real adventure right. bikes, you, you sit upright cross tourer. Okay, um, so, so you yeah. don't need,
0: you know, knobby uh, tires, You know, no, not necessarily.
3: Uh, no. I, I I always say to people, it's like, no, you don't. Like, come on, this one, and you decide for yourself. You know, mm. like, it, it's it's um, we, we we're not hammering along. We're, we're like, I I did a tour two weeks ago, and a couple of guys had road biased tires, and and it was just dirt roads. It's not, you know, like, and and we give a little bit of advice on like basically stay on the wheel tracks where there's not so much gravel mm. and, you sure. know, when you cross cross from one wheel track to the other, you know, don't fight the thing, just let it get through there. And, and, and like, I, I always pick out people with smaller front wheels right. <laughs> and go up and give them a bit of a word up. Right. right. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you don't necessarily need anything, you know, I mean, it's, it simply makes the ride more enjoyable to be on a, a cross tourer type or adventure tourer yeah. type bike. Like a
2: little you're a bit okay, more just, of an upright. Yeah. 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 But you're
3: okay.
2: okay just to use whatever bike you've got. So what's the smallest capacity bike that
3: you've taken out? Uh, you you, well, said, you well, mentioned
2: a newbie earlier, you took a newbie.
3: Yeah, a girl last year came out on an R3 <laughs> right, <laughs>
2: right.
3: <laughs> and um, absolutely loved it. She came out a couple of times and, and um, yeah, she really enjoyed herself. So, so you don't have to be like an expert level rider then. No. You don't, you know, you, no. no. And I, I, I try to, with the day rides, I try, I try very hard to, to, um, keep it at a, at a group level. Um, okay. Where, where, okay, it's a, it's a newbie day to day, um, old hands are, more than welcome but you have to understand that it's a newbie day and we will be toddling along and right. making sure that the that the new people to gravel and, and crap roads are, are enjoying themselves because right. right. I, I want right them to too. come back and I want them to you know whether they come back to me or whether they go out and buy themselves a KTM 390 and get right into it that's up to them but yeah. I just want people to enjoy this genre of motorcycling right and they're normally a day long you mentioned day rides do
2: you do day rides generally
3: back? we do this year's been a bit hard um, you know, we've had a few interruptions in right. <laughs> south half Queensland, some fun. biblical floods, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, um, it's been a bit hard this year, but last year we crammed in, I think, 13 or 14 rides, uh, day rides last year, um, oh, awesome. I'm now doing overnight tours, um, so I've also got to organise those right i also work full time and and you know i do yeah, i do 12 hour days too so it's like <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah
0: so what so on a typical day ride where do you kind of end up i mean presume you have to stop somewhere for lunch do you do people bring their own picnics and sandwiches or do you provide no 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 or? we
3: generally on the on the um on the day rides we'll it's generally around about a 300 kilometer loop um oh, okay and the way it usually works is that we'll go somewhere for lunch. We've done quite a few pub lunches, and and um, oh nice, uh, okay. yeah. So we'll we'll pick a, a nice little country pub, and we'll we'll turn up there, and you know somewhere way out bush, and uh, you know most of these pubs, there's nothing within a hundred kilometre radius of these pubs. It's, it's you know it's a fantastic it experience. A cloud
2: of dust coming, and then <laughs> yeah, you take no, it I,
3: the I, pub. I, I, <laughs> this is a lot behind the scenes it's like there's a lot of organizing and it's like you know i i always notify the pub yes
2: right. i've
3: had i've had a couple of misses where pubs haven't been that good but you know like uh, most of the time last year the the, the lunches were great and it's generally oh, awesome. it's, it's it's what i like to do is is keep keep it a just a friendly ride between a whole heap of people you know mm. like it's it's right um, the fact that I'm organising it doesn't really come into it. It's just that, like, you know, there's a black V out the front. That's mm. about as far as everybody knows. But it's like, I have organised this. I have, you know, like, planned, a, a, route. planned the route and, and, and made sure that the route's acceptable to right. everybody. So, um, but yeah, the lunches are just generally a, a pub affair or a, or a cafe or. Sure, know. sure. And
0: presumably you ask everyone to turn up you know, and say kickstands up at a set time and make sure you've got a full absolutely. tank of gas. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because um, otherwise you don't want somebody turning up with an empty
3: tank mm-hmm. and suddenly it's, oh. So this year, uh, since I've started the, the overnight tours, we've had to involve insurance and the, unfortunately the insurance encroaches on the, the day rides as well because of it comes under the ABMT banner. Okay. Um, Again, we'll get into the over over governance of Australia, but yes. um, another rule. yeah, another yet another rule, and it's and it's it was really hard to get that across the line with the with the members of the group because it, it, nobody it's people just want to turn up and go for a ride, yeah. you know. Now there's a sign on sheet. Now there's Ts and Cs. Yeah, you can't um, You right. know, like everybody's got to look up the terms and conditions of the ride, and it's like you know it's your responsibility, and it's like yes, you have to turn up with a decent bike that's going to make the three hundred kilometre journey. Well, there is that. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's you know it's oh, insane that we've had a couple of situations with with flat tyres and um, you know where we've. Everybody chips
2: in. You're and always going to get that. You always get those sort
3: of things. For yeah. that, again,
0: as part of the beauty of motorcycling is that everybody's always willing to help. Oh. There's yeah. that unwritten rule
3: of, you know, no man left behind, you know? Yeah. And so everybody's like, no, I don't and Whenever you do get a situation like that, there's like six bikes surrounding that bike that's, that's broken down, <laughs> right. Right. Like, it's like, what do you want? I've got one of them.
0: It's right. will
2: have something. Uh, you know, the
3: weird thing is, is that I've always found that on
0: rides where stuff goes wrong and happens, that's the stuff that you sort of remember fondly. Yes. You have these awful rides where you're battling through stuff and it's awful rain and then, like, oh my god, and everyone gets back in there going, that was great, yeah. when are we yeah. going to do yeah. that yeah. again? That's, that's the isn't one ride that, you talk about. What is, yeah. What yeah. is up with exactly. us motorcycle people? It's weird, isn't uh, yeah, it? It's, weird, fun, isn't yeah. it? it's yes. all just part of the adventure. It's gotcha. kind of why—it's what, what makes you feel alive. It's kind that's of why we exactly do it, right. isn't it?
3: Isn't that weird? Yeah, but the, the the tours are a whole different story. That's that's I I've got everything, on my, everything on just my nailed down. What I what I what I try to steer away from, and what I've always tried to steer away from, is this is this um, for what of a better word, anal way that tours are done.
2: Yeah,
3: right. I can't, I can't stand it, <laughs> <laughs> and it. it what not a fan of rules and regulations rusty (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately i've been seen that way this year and it's like just hey talk to my insurance company Uh, but yeah on the on the tours it's more like hey guys let's all just jump on our bikes and go you know like Mm, yes i have to give everybody a chat in the morning but i don't want a van following us i don't want a ute following us that's crap you know like no, we're not pulling up on the side of the road, and my wife's coming with tea and coffee, and like you know, we're going on a motorbike ride, and 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 uh, not that my wife's not invited, <laughs> <So if you're laughs> but she can ride her motorbike. <laughs> she's, she's always invited on her motorbike, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I've got all the gear um, in in my panniers and th- to help everybody out. and Okay, you know, um, and and all on the on the overnighters, everything's. Catered for, like, um, you know, dinner, and I, I organize lunch, and I organize dinner, and I organize the motel, and I organize the breakfast, and okay, y- you know, every- so they're not camping
0: trips, these there's are no, motels. And, no, the okay. demographic
3: of the group is not in line with camping, <laughs> okay. All right, uh, as much as there are several people in the group that, that are all about it, and, and good on them, I've had a go, and, and you know, I, I've enjoyed a couple of experiences, I haven't enjoyed a couple of experiences, you know, um, but no, no, we're all about. Comfortable motels. Okay. Yeah, it's um the de- the demographic is between forty five and sixty five. Right. So um, so I just sneak into that. Yeah. Ne- next year I age out, unfortunately. Oh really? So yeah. Well, electric scooters are you know they're, they're uh, coming um, a lot. All right. Okay. As long as it's a big wheel one. Then. All right. I'll make sure I don't. You'll be right <laughs> after. We'll cater for you in some way. <laughs> all right. No, it
2: sounds like you're keeping the um. The freedom element, you know, that's the thing about motors Absolutely, you don't want all
3: the baggage. Of, Absolutely, um, yeah, that's, that's where I, I, I got quite hurt uh, by having to go down the track that I had to go down this year. It, 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 oh, to it have people have to sign on.
2: To, oh, yeah, oh, it was knew, just
3: yeah. it was it was to, to personally, it was quite embarrassing because it's <laughs> I'd, I'd built this thing last year where it was just these cool rides that were all going on and, and, and 30 people were turning up and following me around and, and I was pointing at things and they were all going ooh ah and it, was, like, it was just great it was just great it was real casual and and right. then you know the insurance company came along yeah
0: you kind of got to do you want to start charging for it then you've got to kind of do it properly that's exactly right and yeah. on the ugly subject of money I mean how much how much does this cost I mean do people
3: oh, day rides day rides are just part of the Facebook group. It's it's it's. So day um, rides
0: are free. free. Just just free. turn up and act yeah. like, act I'm, like I'm, a I'm, person. Yeah, and I
3: never ever will charge for day rides. Mm. It's just a it's just a cool thing that I want to do with a heap of people. It's it's um, right. The overnight is uh, there's a lot goes into it, and that's what people are paying for. You know, like right, for my sure. my time. Like I just said, I work on top of this.
2: Yes. Right.
3: Uh, <laughs> you know, like and then I put mountains of time into organising. You know, I'm not woe is me at all, but uh, you know, there's, there'll be none of that. But it's like, uh, no, 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 there's a lot enough. of my time. That's fair enough. Yeah, that's, and that's right. that's what you're paying for, and and, and frankly, you know. I don't know how not to explain that. So you said
0: something about it was ten thousand dollars a day. And, <laughs> no, right, was, it, was it? Oh, oh, was oh it, Arthur. <laughs> well, your time's very valuable, Ross, right? Come Steve. over to come LA over with right. you and <laughs> <laughs> Tenure, we're moving. Oh, so it's not ten. It's not ten grand
3: a ride. 300, 330 dollars right. for an overnight ride. Okay, and and what does that include? Motel. Uh, that includes the accommodation. Yeah, that's everything. the accommodation. That's the that's the meal, oh. and um oh, and your and your breakfast reasonable. the next morning. Oh,
2: that, that sounds very reasonable.
3: That. Wow, that sounds great. Yeah. 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 So um.
0: Yeah. so well, actually not expensive then so not 10 grand all right not okay. 10 grand. all right fair enough <laughs> yeah. i'd like, to do that. I'd like, I'd to like, like it to be 10 grand <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> so should we say the listeners need to move quickly before it goes all right okay no all right no all right so 330 bucks that's it yeah that, that's awesome
3: how many people do
2: you roughly expect to go on one of those all workshops?
3: i limit it to ten right Okay because so you
2: can all get to know each other uh, and,
3: well that's yeah. exactly right it's a, it, it it's quite intimate at 10 yeah. and, and it's very manageable at 10 right. for me on my own mm. um you know I, I always have a a, a sweet guy uh,
2: Taylan Charlie
3: Yep yeah, Taylan right. Charlie um right. and and like it's basically he doesn't have to do a lot he just follows around and makes sure nobody falls behind yes. him Yeah um and and I can manage it quite well at 10 um, Nice so I think if it gets if it gets much more than that, I I, I would prefer not to do it on my own. Um, people are people.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and and also you'll start to get too much of a disparity between right. w- between riding levels. That's right. And you don't want the fast guys or the faster guys getting pissed off because. You know, there's one sort of newbie or slow person, so it's better to kind of try and group people and riding levels.
3: Yeah, I so mean, we, if you've we, got a
0: if you've got a relatively expert group that want to ride pretty fast, then great. So we had on the last ride we had, which is a lot of the point of being
3: out there with no cops and no exactly and, yeah. and great roads and yeah. exactly. Just I, I like time. to keep. I, I like to get the pace at a very moderate level too. You know, let's like, sure. a, a, a big. A big thing that I like to do is take people through beautiful countryside, and, mm-hmm. and, and um, uh, there's a, a, a mountain group out to the west of Brisbane called the Bunya Mountains. It's it's absolutely stunning. I took this group through there, but um, you know that look, we had we had from literally from twelve fifty GS BMWs down to a, a two fifty Kawasaki. Right. on that ride and, and and everybody had a ball yeah so yeah
2: sounds like a great way of finding new places and new roads and obviously once somebody's been on one of your rides they know these roads they can go and take a ride themselves you're just yeah. showing
0: people and
3: introduce their friends and that's great that's really what motorcycling's about and frankly I just I, I, you know once once everything opens up after this dreaded disease um, which I think we're just about out of we're pretty much age. getting there aren't we I'm all about incorporating a, a a motorcycle hire company, and and um, and moving on to, to tourists. Mm. Right,
1: that's so, great. I think it'd
3: be great. I I I can't think of anything better than take people out. Yeah, job. Uh, Yeah, and and it's you know you you can tell how much of a hit it would be when you actually take Australians into their own backyard, yes. <laughs> and they get a buzz out of it. So you know, imagine right. Americans or or English or For Europeans. Sure. So, I mean fantastic Mm. and I I, I literally I I really get a buzz out of it
0: yeah I mean speaking as a visitor to here the Australia that I'm seeing here in Brisbane is not the Australia I imagine I mean this is a very you know um, it's a very organized city it's very green it's very lush Uh, I mean it's beautiful and it's very civilized and Australia to me is sort of you know sand and outback and lots of trees and kangaroos <laughs> the, the, and i haven't the, seen anything even close to that
2: uh, uh, so i saw I'd, a wallaby on saint helena i island. did
0: <laughs> say a, see a wallaby on saint helena island yes such an but american, I'd, but I'd american perception arthur right yeah. totally but I'd, I'd love to sort of explore and just see see a bit more of that and just see the different
3: well climate. yeah i mean we
0: just we, see all the stuff
3: that contrary you to popular belief, we are quite civilized Oh, well, <laughs> <yeah. Last laughs> well, but yeah. but I but, but I can take you somewhere where we
0: can't be. Well, exactly. I mean, isn't that what the outback's about? Yes, absolutely. Isn't it
3: all like snakes and big spiders? It doesn't take. I mean, you're literally a um, hundred kilometres from from me showing you the real Australiana. You know, right. like, um, country people that that have that Australian. Draw in there, <laughs> <laughs> in their accent, <laughs> which I, yeah, yeah I, I, I suppose really to Americans, I've got that too, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it sounds it's, really cool to me. Yeah, it sounds great, I'd love to do it. So just
0: awesome. a
2: Kookaburra. It nearly landed on us, yes. Oh, a kookaburra probably laughing at you
3: now. <laughs> You're gonna have to explain a kookaburra right? now, yeah, kookaburra.
2: kookaburra.
3: All right. It's no, you. Yeah, cooker. cook. of the King's say, say cooker, TJ. cooker. That's it. Cooker. Right. <laughs>
2: that sounds
0: great. All right. So if uh, if somebody likes the sound of this and they want to get in touch with you,
3: what's the best way? Well, australianbackroads.com.au that would be the best way. I've got a few stories up on it, a lot more. So yeah, if you'd like to visit awesome. that website and uh but you said something about a facebook group yeah it's yep. probably the easiest wedding to yep. really join, see the, going. join the facebook group answer the entry questions because i'm i'm <laughs> quite particular on who gets in that group all right Gosh, um, all right there. a little bit of a barrier to entry yeah. <laughs> well it's a quite harmonious group and so i'm told so right. and, I'd, and i'd like to keep it that way is there Sounds a trick great.
2: question there or what
3: no parts? no trick questions and <laughs>
0: so this is australian backroads Motorcycle touring. Motorcycle touring on Facebook.
3: On Facebook.
0: Very nice.
3: Okay. Okay. Thanks, Rusty. Pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much, Arthur. Thank you, TJ.